You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Drew Wiley. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. You're so good at giving that intro. It's just oh, like natural. Thank you. Proper professional voice. Yeah. <laughs> so please, Drew, tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. So my name is Drew. I am a masculinity and sexuality advocate, I guess. Mm. Um, I started my journey into this world when I did a BBC3 documentary called Porn Laid Bear. Oh, yes. baby. I remember um, Reed showing this to me like ages and ages ago. Maybe like a year ago. Fuck, I've totally forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I don't know, you, show, you showed me a clip of Drew and you're like, we need to get this guy on the podcast. Oh, shit. I Actually, don't even remember funnily that. enough. <laughs> so dumb. Funnily enough, when we were filming, one of the people we, because it was two weeks in Barcelona, and one of the main people that we saw was Erica Lust. Ah, yeah. So I saw like clips of your um, video ah. on X Confessions, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I really Amazing. liked it. Yeah, we just did a new one as well. Really? Yeah. So we've had two out now. The second one was tips and tricks for licking clips. Such a good idea. <laughs> so what was happening on Porn Laid Bear? So just to give you a bit of a background, I was asked to be on this program. Yeah. And at the time, I was kind of just finishing up with uni. I was kind of like kind of coming to a stage in my life where I was just spending a lot of time with myself and sort mm. of coming to terms with my own sexuality and basically mm. realising that I was sexually fluid and that I wasn't straight. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, just kind of exploring that kind of world and then the opportunity arose for me to be a part of the programme. Mm. I didn't really take it seriously. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> and then it got to it and I was, I was I actually remember, it's really weird, but I remember speaking to my friend because my friend was a researcher on it um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to talk about my sexuality. Like, I don't really know if I want to publicly, yeah. like, say, oh, this is my sexuality. Mm. But then I just thought, you know what? If you're going to come out, come out on national telly. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And it was just... <laughs> when, because it was a really nice villa. And the, the premise... Okay, so the premise of the show, if no one's seen it, is six young people with various different views on sex from different background so you've got like radical feminist mm -hmm. a kind of like laddie ex on the beach wannabe sort of vibe mm. and then like me and so you've got different shades basically with yeah. different views on porn yeah and we all got really thrown in at the deep end and from like the first day we were watching like threesomes on the beach uh. like went to some weird garage and some woman was doing like a casting where she was just fucking some poor guy <laughs> So it was a real mix of emotions because sometimes I went wow. to like the porn awards as well, and there was oh, like amazing. anal of the year, and this one was like, "Thank you so much. I just want to thank my mom." <laughs> and I was like, "Really? Oh, <laughs> thanks, mama. That's cute." I was like, ass. "Okay," <laughs> but um, I mean, obviously there was the downside of porn, like um, kind of touched on trafficking and mm -hmm. stories where you know it hasn't gone right. 
and then just different people, different sex workers. So I guess the main premise of the show was to kind of just explore young people's relationship with porn. Mm. And I think that was the first time where I'd ever actually deeped the fact that I'd been watching porn since I was 13. Mm. Yeah. And I was starting to think, oh, so what types of porn did I like? Well, I like, you know, male spanking porn. Yeah. It's so like an old man, like spanking, like a young boy. Oh, and yeah. for ages, I loved that. That's hot. Like, I still find it, like, hot sometimes. But yeah. I just, I mean, my personal opinion is porn's just porn. Like, we mm. need to educate children instead of letting porn educate children exactly so that's the main thing that i sort of was saying post-documentary but it it did make me think like oh god like did i like that because i was repressed or because how how good was my relationship with myself and Mm. how was that affecting affecting my sex life and the porn that i was watching yeah it does really make you think yeah like especially because if you're watching quite hardcore maybe quite dominating like there's one side that's more vulnerable you does make you question yourself and you think why do I like this mm. because everyone's told you that you know that you think of all the bad stigma like you've got daddy issues yeah. or you don't you don't like yourself and you're I don't know it, mm. it really does make you think and wonder but the thing is is that people have these like thoughts and fantasies from a very young age like mm. i remember having kind of like submissive like fantasies when I was really young, yeah, and, like nothing had happened in my life then to Defi- like make me do any not. like think anything. And then when you get older, you just start reading into things. Yeah, I, think. I mean, like, why did I want my teachers to fuck me? You know, like, what, yeah. what the hell? Like, when I'm like twelve <laughs> years old, looking at torture devices online, oh still not God. really knowing what like why I was doing it. You know, like really fucked yeah. up stuff. Yeah, that hasn't been one hundred percent. But like, what what is that about? Like, <laughs> I'm just sorry. You just unlocked a memory. So yeah. I, the first. First time I ever had a boner, and this 100%, this is real. Yeah, I was my nan, my dad's from Scotland, mm-hmm. so I was in Scotland with my sitting watching the telly with my nan, my granddad, my sister, my mum, and my dad. Fuck, and we were watching this series, and it was about you know, convicts who got sent to Australia. Yeah, yeah. it was about <laughs> rude. Your eyes are just wide. I'm like, yeah. convicts, yeah, prison, yeah. So they were, they were literally on the ship and there was this Irish woman and they were basically making the prisoners wear sacks. What? And she was like, we're not going to wear the sacks, like to the captain. <laughs> so she like had a go at the captain and the captain was like, okay, then 50 lashes. So they like dragged her up, tied her like arms to the mast, like ripped her dress oh and then they just started God. whipping her. Well, well, wait, this is sexual? I, is this like a documentary? This is a porno. No, this is like a dramatised like Sunday BBC 2, <laughs> like circa 2000. BBC? I was honestly I was wow. probably about 10. No wonder Shit. you were aroused. Mate, I would have been <laughs> moist. But these Fuck. whips were just like, whoosh, like blood. Like screaming, like, and I just suddenly started to get like this feeling. Like it started from like the inside of my thighs, and it was like just the blood, I guess, going yeah. to my dick. And this was the first time you ever had a boner, <laughs> like one of, like, yeah, from memory. Like That's amazing. And I just remember going. I like sort of left my family in the front room, and I just went sat in like the single bedroom, and I just like pulled my like trousers down, and I just looked at it. <laughs> What is this? What's happening? What does this mean? (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's like some hardcore, like 
German dungeon, yeah. Berlin, BDSM. I'm sure we stuff. go in. We go in hard at the like at the beginning, the deep end, and then we go in hard because we enjoy it. But then we're like feeling really guilty about it. Mm. The guilt, I think, is a turn on as well. Oh my god, yeah. Mm. The like the humiliation and embarrassment. Ooh, like, yeah. that's that's a, a humiliation king. Yeah, fully. Oh, our minds are so fucked. I love it. Sorry, can I just say one more thing? Yes. Sure. Sorry, just because I really went off a tangent. But I think the best thing about, obviously, porn is just to be vocal about it. Mm-hmm. And I think after doing the show, that's what's really inspired me because I'm not ashamed of my experience mm-hmm. or my yeah. masculinity or my sexuality. So it's just proper inspired me. And that's kind of what I follow to just be authentic and be a voice for people that, you know, are ashamed or mm. are going through some stuff that I went through. So yeah. I think that the best, rather than keeping it within yourself, you just need to vocalise and speak about it to normalise the kind That's of... That's the only way you can break these taboos and stigma. I think, like, the main thing as well is, like, about... I completely agree and I think we need to kind of come together mm-hmm. because mm. f- after that I'm, like, working on a whole documentary about masculinity, but when I speak and sit with people that are, like, liberal and they are... The from feminist thoughts, we all want the same thing, which is the end of the patriarchy, mm-hmm. and to for us all to kind of be sexually liberated and live in a society which it doesn't matter about your race or your gender mm-hmm. or your like sexual disposition. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the kind of camps of like the feminist camp, the like yeah. the pro men, pro women. It's like yeah. we need to kind of be together. Just. Yeah, be, be one, together as and, one all and the run into the fields. I love <laughs> run into the fields. I was going to say naked. fuck, but then <laughs> no, 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 fuck, fuck the fields, man. Just let's just have an orgy. Babe. Yeah, let's have an orgy and sort everything out. Fuck number one, the last fuck. So 2020, I'm just sleeping with myself. Mm. So I'm having like a threesome oh. with my index finger on my right hand. Oh my god, yes. That's my vibe for That's right now. so good. I love this answer. So, <laughs> is, that, is that a thing for the whole of this year? Just so far. Oh. But I, yeah, just because I'm like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I've, I last year I was kind of thinking, like, I must have had a mug written on my forehead. <laughs> what, why? why? I just feel like I just let myself, not in, I don't think it's a bad thing because mm-hmm. I think everything happens for a reason. I think you learn and you realise your worth and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, this time last year, I was definitely running around and like experimenting a lot, which don't get me wrong, I'm all for. <laughs> yeah. Love, yeah. love, love. Yeah. But I think at the time I was just a bit like, oh. Like, what am I actually gaining out of this? Mm-hmm. But the only thing I did gain was crabs. Oh, crabs! No. <laughs> I don't think we've had crabs first. Babe, it's a first. It's like popping that crab cherry. Wow. Hey. I've never heard Honestly, anyone that actually know. Honestly, it was the worst know. day of my life. My dad's had crabs, so I feel you. I just feel like it's so 90s. It's such it's, like a it's, vintage it's STI. Best. I swear it's like well, the best because... one. It's not, babe. You try <laughs> having crabs. You, you try need... picking them out with a tweezer. Sorry. Oh, my God. Do you have to no. have pubes to have crabs? So basically, when I found out that I had crabs, I like looked at the tweezer with the little wriggly crab in, in the thing, oh. and I looked out my window. I had glandular fever as well at the time. No, oh my god! So the I worst. was very close to either crying or throwing myself out the window. Yeah, fully. So I went to Boots and got the crab cream. Mm-hmm. So I put it on. They all died. They die really quickly. Mm-hmm. So that in my pants, I saw dead crabs. Yeah, it's just like nits. Like we've all had nits before. Probably like really, really small. They're not big at all. Yeah, but like. 
they're not nice. And then basically I laid a carrier bag down and I like just got my shaver and I just hoisted my legs up. And I was I was listening to the Les Miserables soundtrack. Oh, what? why? I don't know. Did you want to cry? I just shaved all, from my knees to my stomach. I was just like... At my ass as well. Everything gone. But the worst oh thing God. about crabs is they don't die. Because they stay in your bed, they stay in your clothes. <gasps> oh. oh no, did you get them back? Did they come back? God. Many times. It took me like three months to get rid of them. No. Fucking hell. But Drew, I, I feel for you. But on a lighter note, mm-hmm. I did something really cool last year, first time, <laughs> which was yeah. to go on a dictation. Okay. What's dictation? So I travelled abroad for dick. <gasps> yes. Which what, was amazing. What, what, like, were you on an app? Like, how does this work? Were you there on your own? I'd met someone when I recorded Porn Made Bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were just, like, kind of stepped in contact. Like, he lives out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I went to visit him in Spain on my own. And it was really good. Amazing. I had a really nice time. And the, so the last fuck I had was at his. Mm-hmm. Um, he was... We went to like this rave kind of disco sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It was like a, he basically was at the door, so I was like dancing on my own. I wasn't drinking or doing any drugs or anything, so it was quite nice to just be like just dancing on my own. Yeah, that's nice. And I stayed there till like five in the morning, Whoa. which is like late. Wow. And then we were just like walking back, like we were holding hands, like speaking about how like nice the trip was. And then we went back to his. Bearing, oh, so bear in mind, my alarm set for ten because I have my plane, my flights no. at like eleven. <laughs> so Did you I'm only like, go for one day? Oh, no, I went for a week. Oh. This is last day. You okay, know, we've right. had really nice sex. It's been a yeah, really great yeah, time. Yeah, we yeah. for the whole week. So this is like the, the final... Finale. The, yeah. The final goodbye. <laughs> and uh, we're just like laying in bed, chatting, like embracing each other, blah, 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 blah. And um, we... It got to like eight and I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Like, I'm not going to sleep. I'm just not going to sleep. So yeah. we were like spooning. He was like spooning me. And then he like started like frosting, <gasps> um, like dry humping. Yeah, or like thrusting into you, like frosting, like dry humping. Yeah, me. Dry humping. and then before long, he'd like taken off. Like we were just basically like in like a really like warm, nice embrace, mm. and we just basically started having sex and. Cute. Can I talk about poppers? Oh my god, yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, we talk about amazing. all drugs on here. <laughs> so, but amazing, game changer for me is sex on poppers. Yeah. Because he was like, do you want some? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he like gave me some. And at, at this point, I'm like kind of bent over, like arched back, sort of ready for it. Yeah. yeah. And just because obviously anal sex, you know, it is quite like a intense thing. So intense. Yeah. And it's quite hard sometimes when you're just not in that mm-hmm. but he yeah. like he was just like so good at like getting my body ready for anal sex like it was just amazing how do you get your body ready for anal sex he would like click my back like lick the back of my mm, ear like just fully relax it like really really mm. relax me and then when I did the poppers it was just a whole new world uh- <laughs> Like when my head was kind of expanding, he kind of went in. Oh my god! And then we like just went for it, went for it, went for it. And uh, I think he ended because like he was still like I was like laying down, he was laying down, he was just like laying on top of me, but still inside me. Oh fuck! And it's really, really nice. It's really good. That's like the best with sex is that when it finishes and you're just both there, you don't want to disconnect. Yeah, you're like (laughs) stay in me forever. 
literally <laughs> soaking that yes, dick in the juice. literally. And he was like, I was a bit naughty and I didn't wear a condom. Oh, naughty boy. But he was just like, oh, can I come in? <laughs> I mean, that's I shouldn't say that. I should actually say, no, that's bad, but... It is bad, I know. It is bad. But We've the all fucking was, been yeah, there. It's yeah. when he was inside, he was like, can I come in your ass, baby? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I'll do whatever you want I'll to me. <laughs> but the... Okay, so the... He's not the one that gave you crabs, right? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. God, no. God, no. I would... He's gone. He's done. Um... But this, okay, so after, all fun and games right now, okay, mm-hmm. so it's like nine o'clock, the mm. sun's up, I'm like, shit, I need to go. Mm-hmm. So obviously we've done our thing. I'm like, so one thing that I was speaking about this year is, last year, sorry, is I was very much like, like get dignitized by people. Yeah, And fully. just like, oh my God, I really like them. <laughs> but I was, uh-huh. I was doing that to, I was giving my energy to people that just didn't really deserve it. Yeah. yeah. And it was all about me kind of, I think this trip for me it was all about like coming to terms with my love language and the way that I love is perfect and lovely and some people will appreciate that and some people won't yes mm-hmm. so and true to not kind of hold myself to such this standard of oh you can't like love like that like mm-hmm. just accepting and yeah being thankful for how I love because I can't you can't love any other way than yeah. you can so in that moment I was like you know what fuck it I'm going to write him a note so I wrote him a note it was like oh thank you blah 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 like really like he found this energy amazing blah 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 so I wrote him a cute note left it down I was really sad because you know when like your partner has to go to work and you don't yeah it was very much like in the morning that times 10 because he was in bed I had to get on a plane and mm-hmm. go home with oh, no sleep pain so it was so peak yeah and <laughs> so, so bad I got on the bus and then I got to the airport and I was just like kind of chatting through the airport whatever and <laughs> I went through security. I was like, cool, cool. Like, went through security. And then I felt something wet. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? What is this? And I was like, oh, God, like, it is really wet. (laughs) So luckily I only had hand luggage. So I went to the bathroom. We know, man. We know what this is. And I looked in my pants and it was shit and cum. Because obviously with the poppers, it was just all so loose. Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. What a way to end my trip. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck two. The first fuck. So I'm going to take you back to 2011. Oh my God, I'm back. So I was 16. And I was with my girlfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. So it was really like a first love sort of thing. Like we were very comfortable with each other. That's lovely. We'd had a, I've been, I've really, really lucky with how I lost my virginity. It was really wholesome and nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, 2011 Christmas, Made in Chelsea, come down with me Christmas special. Oh. So that went on. (laughs) Nice. And yeah, me and my girlfriend were just... Because before, we'd kind of tried to have sex, but I just was so in my head about it. Yeah. And I think with porn as well, there's like a real men's dicks just get hard Mm. in an instant. Mm -hmm. This is so interesting that you say that, because I had the same thing with my first time. What, to come down with me Christmas special? (laughs) No, not that. But but my like the first time I tried having sex with my first boyfriend, he couldn't get hard and he was just like in, he was just it's in so much head. pressure mm-hmm. and then so we had to like wait for another time yeah it's so funny what you like 
a concern about when you're younger because I remember like I think it might have been just after Christmas so it was like just in 2011 I remember being up so I was like I didn't get to lose my virginity in 2010 oh my god that's it's thought, like yeah. what but yeah like so much pressure so much like in your head about it like not because mm-hmm. when you have sex you obviously need to be in your body mm-hmm, yes. and I was actually quite a big thing I think like I remember crying at one point because I was wow. like I can't perform like what's wrong with me yeah oh. So it was well, like, it is pressure because, like, all so we've ever been pressure. taught is that you will get hard and you yeah. will ejaculate and yeah. you will like it. It really fucks with everyone. Your mind. Makes out that it's super easy, and especially when you watch porn, you're just like, oh, yeah. all these people can do it. Like, what's one hundred percent? I think also where we teach girls not to be sensual or sexual, girls are quite scared to like be like. Mm. Not all girls, but I think generally, like, girls might be afraid to be like touchy feely with their like yeah. boy that they're sleeping with, or be ashamed yeah. that they can embarrass themselves. So they're yeah. just quite like, it's Reserved, just like too yeah. scared. Oh my god, yeah. kids really. Like, yeah, like stick. Just like, they, they both know terrifying. that they want to do it, mm-hmm. but they're like, oh, yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so scared. It's like you put a plug in a socket. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we were watching the Come Down With Me Christmas special. I think Spencer done his starter. <laughs> Good old and Spence. by that point, we were the doing originals. foreplay. Oh, babe, the OG crowd. <laughs> so we were doing like foreplay, like fingering and like tossing off, all that sort of stuff. And then I think like, obviously I'd had my a condom in my wallet for about five months <laughs> yeah. just like waiting for that moment which to use everyone it. should still do men yeah. and women and all genders alike need to carry, carry condoms condom. I've completely condoms in my bag right now. I need to do the same you never yeah, know you what do. could happen why don't you babe? have condoms in your bag because I'm a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um, yeah it was just missionary but nice you know yeah. very standard missionary but like that real moment like, oh my god I'm doing it I'm doing it I'm doing it <laughs> Yeah, and like yes. I don't know how long I lasted. It wasn't like it was. Like, it was nice, yeah. and then you know Hugo had a dessert, dessert, <laughs> and I'd finished by that point. Oh my god! And then I think my mum called me. And she's like, "I'm waiting outside. It's like, oh, I'm shit. gonna take you home now." Go again. Oh I my went. god! Wait. So you just said that you are best friends with your ex? Yeah. Shout out to Daisy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. We. How, how's that really work? Yeah, because we get quite a lot of questions in about being friends with exes. Like, it's always it's a nice okay, idea. Like, yeah. It, it is such a nice. Idea. I think it can work. Yeah, but I think there has to be like a lot of time that goes past, a lot of understanding, yeah. and you you both have to just be like cool with, yeah, with with like no history or like your your person yeah. that you fucked fucking you, another person. You have to like really get past your ego as well and mm. their ego and be yeah. like, look, I did stuff wrong, you did stuff wrong, stuff wrong because of this, blah 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 blah, mm. and then you can like form a friendship yeah see that's we me and my ex had that conversation recently mm. like pretty much exactly that and i feel like we, we definitely are friends like i'm i'm not saying that we would we're ever not going to be friends but um, would you hang out i think eventually mm-hmm. it, it could happen yeah I, but like I I d- it might take a while and i think that like both people need to heal properly yeah I yeah 100 percent ahead and like really get over each other you yeah. need to give yourself time like whenever someone breaks up with someone i'm just like look go through the hate stage go through the cry stage go through yeah. the like i regret this stage and then yeah. slowly but surely you will get to a point where you can like look at things with a bit of perspective yeah definitely. you can't rush the process you know it is a real long because I've been with my I've I've hated on my ex and then I'm just like you know what why am I giving out negative energy when yeah. I could just be like I wish nothing but the best for you Adele vibes do you know what yeah. I mean yeah fuck three 
the best fuck. I think for me, that obviously I've had sex quite a lot, so it's quite, <laughs> obviously. obviously. Obviously, look at me. <laughs> um, but for me, there's a definite. There's definitely a fair few times that stick out, and for me, like you have to get sweaty with each other. Ooh. Like when you both are just covered in sweat and you're just going for it and you kind of lose track of time yeah. and you're just like going in and out of each other's body and it's just that kind of magical like chakra alignment sort of vibe that constitutes for me as like best sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sexually fluid, so I sleep with men and women. And with my ex-girlfriend, not the one I was speaking about, another ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. there's definitely times I'm like, yeah, that was the best. Mm. But I would actually give the crown to the pers- the guy in Barcelona. Really? Yeah. Yeah, just because it was so unexpected. Like, we met, like, when we first met, he was like, come to my apartment. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay. And so I just, like, went into Barcelona on my own, just walking, 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 chilling, chilling. The, have you been to Barcelona? Yeah. You know La Rambla Market? Yeah. They do these um, coconut and dragon fruit smoothies Mm. and they are like so orgasmic like so so sexy I love them so every time I go to Barcelona I beeline to that place and have one only a euro as well absolute bargain (laughs) anyway so I got one of them and I was like okay where does this boy live so I messaged him I was like where do you live and I was just walking 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 and I needed to go to the toilet Uh so I went to Burger King went to the toilet and I just thought to myself please not let this person live far away oh yeah and he was like oh I live here sent me the address the, the drop of my maps just pins to where I am. What? Oh, what? That's actually well And I'm creepy. like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, have I accidentally clicked like, my location? What the fuck? So I've walked out of Burger King and I'm like, this is really, really weird, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, where are you? And someone give you my address. I was like, how can that happen? He was like, oh, where are you? I was like, Burger King. He was like, look up. <gasps> so I looked up. He's literally waving at me like, like fucking what Juliet the from the balcony. No way it's crazy and I'm like I'm like Libra like love at first sight this is fate oh my god (laughs) yeah shit so I'm literally thinking like this is it this is it and yeah I went to his apartment and we weren't even having sex at first we were just like kissing but he was like tasting me Mm. like licking my like lips and I'd never been treated by that because my relationship with men is quite difficult because when Mm. basically when I was like 14 I got sexually abused by a man Mm. so like it's quite hard for me to feel like with women I feel a lot more comfortable and at ease but sometimes with men I'm just a little bit like got my guard up Mm. thank you for sharing that by the way oh it's fine I think it's important to like just sort of say it and not be like ashamed of it yes hear hear Um, but yeah so because of that like sometimes I have my guard up but he was so mm-hmm. good at like making and I don't even think it was particularly I just think you know when you just sexually click with someone yeah because yes. he like I was expecting I didn't know whether he was going to be dominant or submissive and when I'm with women I like to be more dominant but when I'm with men I like to be a full on submissive oh. yeah <laughs> and he was so dominant and I was just not expecting it and he'd yeah. like He'd like spit on his hand and he'd be like tossing me off but like running his hand oh over the God, top of my dick so <laughs> and like spreading my legs and just like going for it like like eating my ass and mm. he was basically just doing everything right mm-hmm. and that was just like 
insane. I, that, I think that's mad as well. Like you just went to the toilet in Burger King and that it was is like a so bar. Mad. That is almost crazy. Everything about that makes it the best time, I think. Yeah. Just because it's like... Yeah. It, like the planets were aligned yeah. for that fuck. Yeah, fully. It, yeah, it was really good. That takes a biscuit. <laughs> I was literally what? sat on the train. <laughs> it does say the biscuits, darling. I was literally sat on the train, like I said bye to him. I felt like I was saying bye to like my like Your wife, soul. and I was going off to war, <laughs> and I was just looking out this window, like listening to a song. Like, <sighs> do you still chat to him? Well, I went to see him last year, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. one of them things again about learning your love language. Being for me, my biggest lesson I learned in 2019 was accepting not to put so much pressure on myself and situations and just saying you know whatever will be will be Mm -hmm. someone's could be in your life for a year and it'd be amazing someone could be in your life for a week and it'd be even more amazing all the love that you want from other people you can give to yourself Mm -hmm. so rather than just running around giving my love willy-nilly not so much sex because be free and do your thing but actual love love I just it's been a redirection into my own channels in order Mm. to like better myself so you know it's what it is we had a lovely time if we saw each other again we would have a lovely time but like there's no like logging or I mean there was there definitely was but that's just me as I said earlier like just learning to do you think you've learned that as you've got older actually Definitely. Yeah, although I get I still get I get hooked on people really easily. I think I fall for people very easily, especially if they hit all those points that like they're really good at communicating. Um I don't know, and then they sexually they're just like so compatible, mm. then I'm like there. You can't you can't help it. It's in our nature to fall yeah. for people. Like even if you have learned and even if we know better and we're like we've learned from our mistakes, it will still happen because mm. it will be a new experience and we cannot mm. see the future. And of course, you know, it's it's nice to be romantic. It's nice to think that this person is it. This is this is the one forever. Um yeah. and then we are surprised when we're hurt because we we don't we choose not to pick up on all the the signs and the red flags and like yes. the obvious like they're not replying they're not putting enough time and effort into you and mm. we don't see that we go blind to it because we like them so much well it, that makes you want them more yeah we all just want that. we want what we I can't have that's oh, so fucked and it's so fucked and I wish that we weren't like that and you, even if people on the outside warn you yeah. and tell you yeah. you still yeah. don't like, you don't know him like I can't know him yeah <laughs> And then, like, the is, you know in the back of your head that it is so true. But you're, oh, you're like, God. but it's worth it. Yeah, but you're hoping it's so much. So oh, true. we're and fucked. I feel like I learned that the hard way because mm-hmm. I used to just sleep with women. And I just feel like it's very different. Like going from sleeping with women and just like putting your dick inside women. Mm. And then going from that to then having a man kind of come into your body. Yeah. yeah. And then treat you like shit. It's way, it's and I'm way like, more vulnerable. Men are trash. Like yeah. it's true. <laughs> and like just knowing, like men are very detached, not as like. Mm. I don't know. From my experience, like it's just I completely get the problem with men, mm-hmm. and it is different experience to have sex with a man, and then like be waiting for replies and all that sort of stuff, and then having in the back of your mind like oh, fuck, like I did to have sex with him, maybe that doesn't want to know anymore. Yeah. And that was such a new thing because I never thought that when I was with a woman. Yeah. Because I felt maybe like a bit more in control. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, yeah, like amazing. I'm going to meet up with her again. Like I'd love to like see her again. Yeah. 
Why is Versus that? Guys, I don't know. That's so so interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, like feel, I would feel more in control if I was seeing a woman than I would do a man. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe it's men the problem then. We, I guess we can't, you know, blanket. Men are the problem. <laughs> we can't put that as a blanket statement. <laughs> um, I, I just, I think that just, maybe there's the it's, lack of communication. It's communication. Yeah. Yeah, there, it is communication. They haven't been taught the right communication as women are just so naturally brought up. Men are so, women yeah. are so much more, generally mm. speaking, obviously, women, I think, are so much more emotionally in tune as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So the idea that a woman would just... Well, men are also told not to feel. Like their whole life, they're like, "You're yeah. not boys, don't cry." Especially, probably as well. Yeah. Like, I think men have this whole thing, like, spread, spread my seed, spread my seed, spread my seed. Especially yeah. within like the gay community as well. I think that's a whole thing where like trophies, men... isn't it? It's like just, just one more fuck, one more fuck. Oh, it's yeah, yeah it's hard to navigate. So. Which is a shame because it it shouldn't shouldn't be trophies. And I'm sure there's women out there that have trophies and just fuck for the sake of fucking. And, oh, and I used versa. to do that when I was a teenager. Yeah. What just have sex with random people? And then when, think... well, in my very early twenties, mm. I basically just yeah, I would have sex with random people just to up my count. Yeah. Oh my god, same. And I I remember being <laughs> like, oh no, I haven't slept with someone in like five months. Oh like, my god, what, yeah. What are like the boys I'm friends with gonna think? Yeah. Let me just sleep with some random yeah I would never do that now it's so bad it's so but going back to what you said Florence as well just quickly it's like I think learning that there are levels that you can give to someone yeah it's like you can give someone amazing sex like you've got great connection you can chill have sex great leave or someone else you might have a really cool deep connection that isn't Mm. as sexual but it's really deep yeah so just getting your love from different places or finding people that like access different levels to you yeah without i think society especially with monogamy it's all this you need to find your golden prince yeah or your princess who ticks every single box yeah no one can be perfect no No one one can even if you find the right person then they cannot possibly be perfect because perfection is if you are monogamous you have to compromise at some point Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah there's there's always got to be compromises we're not perfect how can we expect anyone else to be perfect This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like Just fill out. Why is this so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I can't do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand, with over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you think I need to say that again? 
This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey. <laughs> Meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in. Because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage and also I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk I know this is completely not relevant but <laughs> I'm really intrigued no it's all relevant Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex like dirty talking I've been doing a squirting course <gasps> oh wow so in all spirit of masturbation may, we're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation may to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation, which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind, like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like not going straight into G-spot stimulation, she's explaining everything that you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. Yes. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and they have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised Beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Buck number four. The worst buck. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a really... Do you know what? My friends make me tell this story for their own amusement. Oh, my God. They're like, Drew, tell the story, tell the story. I'm like, I'm glad my misery and pain amuses you. Oh, my God. So now we're going back to when I was at uni. Oh, we went same uni, innit? Bournemouth. No way. Yeah. Oh, here, here. So, you know, when I was saying about, like, wanting to extend your body count and kind of mm-hmm. prove that you're like a man and that you know yeah you get pussy yes. and you get girls that's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. i was um so this is my first uni so i was living in purbeck yeah where did you live student fuck i can't remember man like I, I, come on what's that like the, the high street that's like so close oh winton yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. i lived there for two years at least nice so yeah, it was like just shitty student accommodation, mm-hmm. and basically I was smoking with my friend in his friend's flat. So it was me, him, and then these two girls. So we were just chilling, smoking, chatting, whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, everyone went to bed, and I went to bed, and then I just got a Facebook message of, why don't you come and spoon me? <laughs> Monkey eye emoji covering the face. <laughs> and if you want to like picture this girl in your head, just picture that emoji. Okay. Very that. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember at the time being like, oh, do I want to? Like, but then the bigger voice in my head that I hadn't yet dealt with was like, yeah, you need to go and fuck her. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, One more on the list. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so toxic. But yeah, anyway, so I went downstairs and we were just chilling, chatting, whatever. And then we were just kind of like spooning, I guess. Maybe she was like laying on my chest. I don't know. Anyway, we started kissing and we just kissing for ages, kissing for ages. And we like did some foreplay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kind of exploring her body a bit. She wasn't really exploring mine. I was a bit feeling a bit awkward, whatever. Yeah. And we were just like kissing, kissing, kissing. And um, she was kind of like touching me, like mm. to sort of like initiate us actually having sex. Mm. Yeah. And then I remember she just kind of like grabbed my dick and she just went, I knew you were gay. What? Fucking hell. What? I I fucking knew you were gay. I was like, what? And she was like, (laughs) she was like, yeah, look at you. Like, I knew you were were gay. Like, I've seen you around uni. You're so fit, but you're definitely gay. I knew it. Oh, my God, that's so rude. I was so, like, caught off and, like, offended. And I was like, oh, my God, this fucking bitch. (laughs) And she was like, she actually said, she was like, "My, my, my housemate's gay. Why don't we get him in here? Oh. And I just, like, if I could go back in time, I would have cussed her out and left the room. Yeah. But yeah. again, I want to fuck girls. I need to fuck girls. Yeah. Like, like, that need for validation was there. Yeah. And it was just really awkward. So I was like, you know what? Fine. Like, How did you respond? I, ha, ha, like, I'm not gay. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. Like, just kind of trying to laugh it off. Yeah. And um, I just, the moonlight was coming through the curtains. And this is what I'm saying with girls, yeah. Not all girls, some girls men do not just get hard at the touch of a button yeah no you really men are just as sensual as women mm-hmm. you know you need to play with a man like stroke his like scratch his back like play with his nipples mm-hmm. like touch his mm-hmm. fires like touch his ass like boys need to be turned on as well yeah and she just wasn't doing any of that she was just laying there like a wet fish Ugh. and then the light was coming through and she like took her glasses off and then I just remember like her spitting on her hand and like stroking her like pussy and just to be like yeah fuck me now oh jesus she didn't say that yeah she was just like i'm ready (laughs) yeah basically i was like 
why am I here? Yeah. Like, you could have literally got a dildo out, babe. Like, <laughs> and then I was just like, fine. So I like put it in, and then I like, we had sex. And the next day I was like, oh, I've got work, so I left. Mm-hmm. But I must have done an all right job because then she messaged me the next day. She's like, oh, why don't you come down for another cuddle? Oh. I was like, babe, you're never getting a cuddle again. Like, yeah, really, that's did so you never weird. go back there? Well, I got thrush. Oh, my. First time having so thrush. So annoying. What? Yeah, and I didn't know what it is... had. Oh. So I was just itchy, itchy, itchy. So itchy. From and that ex- she, yeah, she gave me thrush. Mm-hmm. I mean, I give yeah. probably bare people it's thrush because I get thrush thing, a lot. Yeah. But I was so itchy yeah. and I didn't know what thrush was. So I, by the time I went to the doctors and pulled my foreskin back, it was just like Philadelphia cheese. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, oh, I'm used to that on a regular basis. So <laughs> Some smelly. fucking bull song in But there. imagine if you never had fresh before. I was like, what's happening to me? I'm dying. Because <laughs> <laughs> also guys don't realise that they can get it as well. Yeah. They it is, think it's just, just a woman thing. It is harder for a bloke to get thrush, but once they get it, it's harder for them to get rid of it. I'm laughing because you know that sex clinic programme on Channel 4? Yeah. Yeah. I like did it like recently the episode's just on. come out my friend no was working way. on it and I was really broke and I was like you know what she was like we'll give you £100 wow I was like you know what fuck it so I just did it and they're like do you have anything wrong with you I was like I've got thrush yeah. so I'm just like speaking about thrush <laughs> oh my <laughs> god that's so are you good. lying about thrush like you don't no, actually have I, so so my fr- bad things come in freeze, right? Mm-hmm. So I had glandular fever for crabs and then chronic thrush <gasps> oh, for two months. Oh, oh God, that's so shit. It was my awful. God. And mm-hmm. the bur- the worst thing... You must have a very sensitive penis. It's possible, yeah. Do you know what? I never... Yeah. Maybe you just run down. I mean, you would be run down from... Run London, down. Like, I was, my mental health was quite bad as well. Yeah, that and fully plays a part. My response to thrush was thrush cream. So yeah. I'd just be like, oh, thrush cream, thrush cream, thrush cream. At the time I was working in hospitality, which I don't think helped. Mm-hmm. And I think because it was constantly wet, it was just the perfect breeding ground for thrush. Yeah. So... Shit. If anyone's, if any men are listening, it's completely normal to have thrush. Oh yeah, and yeah. that's why I said what I said on the show. But the biggest tip that I can give is wash it off. Don't use soap mm-hmm. under your foreskin. Definitely not. Oh, God, Don't no. do that because it fucks with your pH yeah. thing, your natural stuff that's going yeah. on down there so don't use soap and when you get if you are got symptoms just wash them off and when you get out of the shower just get a hair dryer and air dryer I was going to say hair dryer but it's not hair <laughs> when you get out of the shower get a hair dryer and just blow it all over your mm-hmm. pull your foreskin back and do that because ah. it just creates a really dry area and then your thrush will go yeah and that's how I got around. rid of it without any medicines well, the thing is, is fr- I think for women it's different because obviously you've got the like internal mm-hmm. tablet mm-hmm. things, which I'm sure does wonders. Oh yeah, it's amazing. But it's for pesky. men, because it's all external, it's kind of just like the cr- the cream gets rid of the itching if it's really bad, sure. But you can't just be cream, 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 cream for days and days and days because it just it the area never gets dry. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you do at least some point need to just go dry area mm, yeah. and try and I mean, get rid of it that just way. Just talk to a doctor or a pharmacist if it's I bad. went to the doctor like four times. Oh, son of a bitch. And I was like, I'm never getting rid of this. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, I would advise you to go to a doctor, but it is normal and you can get rid of it mm, by following yeah. those tips. Or just go yeah. at sexual health clinic. They are so much better when it comes to thrush. Yeah. Because um, a GP, like, they're supposed to know a bit of everything. Yeah. And they're they not don't... very good with sexual health. No, they're not. Um, and I also think that they don't really expect you to go there for sexual health stuff. Yeah. Because sexual health clinics... 
They're just so exist. much nicer at sexual health clinics. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. much nicer. It's also like a real pillar and post of, well, you got to go here, like go to sexual health. And then it's like, well, go to the GP. And it's like, I just want my thrush to go. Yeah. <laughs> and also if you're, if you're female and you keep getting thrush, make sure your partner also takes the same treatment as you because you can yeah. get rid of 100%. your thrush and then you can pass it back. Yeah, and then you can pass it back. I get thrush all the time. I take antibiotics, I get thrush. I like use lube, I get thrush. It's just, it's it's all the time. That sucks. I told my mum that I had thrush mm. and she was like, you must be like your mum. I'm a bit of a thrush girl. I'm very pro. <laughs> oh, mum, you sound amazing. Oh, thanks, mum. Thanks, mum. Just like you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. The fuck itself wasn't amazing. Mm-hmm. The fuck mm-hmm. itself was just... It wasn't even sex, like penetrative sex. But basically, when I got to the end of my time at university, I remember being at a house party with my friend and I was just looking around and I was like... So f- for, throughout my time at uni, I'd had a, a girlfriend for a long time and I was very repressed. Like, I used to make my voice deeper Aww. and I used to feel, like, really insecure about, like, my sexuality mm-hmm. and just, like, really repressed and hide, like, a lot of my emotions. And the thing is, is now I see my sexuality as a gift. So I'm so, like, mm. yes, with myself now, it's really weird to think that my mindset could be any different Mm -hmm. but it really because I wasn't confident and open and honest about who I was it really stopped me from like forming connections with people and yeah it was just I mean it was just a long process of kind of growing up and coming to terms of things yeah and then when I got to the final year of university I think I was just like you know what fuck this I was looking around a party I was like as much as I'm not because so also because I'm because I have attraction to men and women it's kind of just like there's been points in my life where I've just wished that I was gay yeah. or that I wished that I was straight because I just wanted to be able to tick a box. Yeah. So I was looking around this part and I was like, you know what, as much as I don't feel gay, I also don't feel straight. And as much as I, I don't want to be straight either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I basically started to get like proud of who I was yeah. in my final year of uni. Yeah. And my friend came down to visit me and we ended up going to, there's a gay part of Bournemouth called the Bournemouth Triangle. And... Um, Okay. It's like they're gay. It's like they're so... <laughs> yeah, it is. It's <laughs> like, a it's such a term, stretch. It's, like, yeah. Such a stretch. <laughs> it literally is, though. It's like the... There's like I mean, two free gay clubs. Yeah, in a, in a very cl- small area. Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I mean, compared to, like, London, it's like yeah. a free pub yeah. with, like, some <laughs> fat, like, middle-aged men, like, and a having an amazing time. Well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went to this place, can't remember the name of it, but I remember just having this real like liberated feeling of just like being really an open and honest about who I was and not really kind of giving a fuck. Mm. And I met this guy and we got with each other and I got with this trans guy as well. So I was like, yeah, like, this is amazing. So after the club, like I went swimming in the sea and then I just, we got in a cab, cab back to my place. I was living in Winton at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember just thinking, fuck it. So I just texted this guy that I got with mm. and I was like, where are you? And he was like, oh, I'm at a friend's house. Like, where are you? He was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm in Winton. He was like, oh, I'm near Winton. And I was like, come round. Mm-hmm. So I like invited him in and we were just like getting with each other and we were doing like foreplay. And I remember like getting on my knees and like sucking his dick. Was this the first... Um sexual experience you had with a guy 
No, so I'd had a few sexual experiences with men before, mm. but the most kind of one that was so hard for me to go over was when I was 14, I was basically, well, I was sexually abused by an older man. Mm-hmm. So I was on Tumblr at the time and I was like messaging this older guy and I was only 14, he was like 19 and just so manipulated and so like under the influence of yeah. oh my god this guy's old and cool yeah. like just that real like young sort of thing that we all kind of I think went through yeah we've yeah. all been through that and I just mm-hmm. kind of acted on it and ended up hooking up with him a few times I remember feeling really uncomfortable doing it and like I think I was so young like I've blocked a lot of it out but like definitely mm-hmm. I got scarred by it so like the smell of penis and just being anywhere near a penis kind of like freaked me out yeah so following that encounter when I was 14 I sort of used to hate who I was and hate my sexuality and I used right. to self-harm a lot mm-hmm. and then gradually I well I got to the age of 18 I was like oh my days like I'm the same age as that guy was when I was 14 like what he mm-hmm. did to me was fucked up mm-hmm. so that's when I f- first started to say okay I was raped it was like non-consensual mm-hmm. like whatever and to be fair to my ex at the time at uni she did help me through a lot of it and she made me see that like that sexual encounter doesn't define me and who I am that's amazing and I think when so when I was hooking up with this guy the fact that I was just voluntarily sucking dick and like it wasn't forced like I wanted to do it like it was just it was just such a nice experience and I think when you say change the game that's what instantly what came into my mind because I think at that point I was like you know what like this is actually fine Yeah. yeah like I feel fine like I'm not doing anything wrong like this is good and um we did have sex mm-hmm. um with a condom and <laughs> well done yeah go me and the most beautiful moment one of the most beautiful moments of my life actually obviously i'm not romanticizing heteronormative behavior and saying that it's good to be called straight but I remember, because we, me and this guy, yeah, we didn't even speak. We were only laying in bed, Find I found out he was Scottish. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm Scottish as well. Like, my dad's from <laughs> Scotland. So we were, like, just having those. I, I didn't even know his name. Like, it was one <laughs> yes. of them ones. And I went to the mirror, and he just looked at me and was like, you're straight, aren't you? And I was literally, like, my heart just went. Because oh. obviously my whole entire life, I've had people be like, you're gay, are you gay? Like, oh, are you gay? Like, mm-hmm. asking my sexuality, assuming that I'm gay. Yeah. And this one and only time in my life, this guy's like, you're straight, aren't you? I know you're straight. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Me? You think I'm straight? Yeah. He was like, yeah, like, I can tell. He's like, the way you're standing, like, you're picking your nose, like, you're definitely straight. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, I've literally got hair rollers in my drawer from like last week's like fancy dress fucking ball thing that we went yeah. to. But it was just such like an amazing moment of like, oh my God. Well, wow, he saw that's both never of your sides. Yeah. And for just him to make that assumption after so many years of my sexuality being this big thing mm. and not like being accepting of it, I was just like, wow. <laughs> that's amazing. You've taken something really positive from that. I mean, it must be tricky anyway from both sides because being fluid you're getting women saying that you're gay and men saying that you're straight and that's like very complicated that's for anyone confusing. to have to deal with when it should mm. just be like I'm whatever I am you know you shouldn't have to tell Completely. me what sexuality I am or question my sexuality I spoke about like how to love yourself as a bisexual man in mm-hmm. like my, one of my YouTube videos because it's like 
you need to make the relationship that you have with yourself stronger than other people's mm. perceptions of you. So if a woman, and to be fair, it hasn't happened to me in a, in a long time because I just wouldn't part with it. But if a girl was just like, oh, are you bi? Like, I used to be so scared to tell girls that I was, like, sexually fluid. Mm. But now I just feel like if a girl said that to me, I would just be like, if my sexuality puts you off, then your small mind and homophobia puts me off. Yeah. yeah. So it's about knowing your worth and not allowing to be mistreated by... Yeah people and that's not just to do with sexuality like if you're a sex worker or if you do things that your partner doesn't like it's Mm -hmm. about standing your ground and being like well this is who I am I'm happy with what I'm doing and your opinion doesn't mean anything to me and you will find people that respect you and will love you for you so Mm -hmm. I it's hard it's it's hard to navigate but I think once you crack the code of like giving yourself the love it's plain sailing it seems to be a lot harder for men to come out as bisexual than it is for women absolutely it always like used to make me laugh and cry that like (laughs) um, women would be like it would always be like a really cool fun thing for like girls kiss girls at a party yeah it's like, like so yeah. cool oh my god like girls kissing girls and it's like for boy kiss it goes like, oh you're gay yeah and it's like oh so yeah. lame that's the shit's changing though it's really changing yeah, it's which i'm better. really Definitely. really happy about mm-hmm. and it needs to change because if a girl can kiss a girl for fun why can't a guy kiss a guy for fun exactly yeah. for fuck's sake This week's sex question is, I'm 24 and I want to have good casual sex. Whenever I'm back with a guy, we start kissing and what and whatever and soon realise this is not turning me on. I get too in my head and think too much about not getting turned on and then never feel it. I can't tell a man exactly how to turn me on because then I feel the pressure too. And they don't often ask or I don't mention it. Or I mention it, but then it's too late. It feels shit. It's not their fault that I'm not turned on. And I want to apologise because I feel bad, but it's not my fault either. My body is just not into it. Any advice on relaxing before sex and getting myself going or widening what turns me on? Could I be gay because none of these guys turn me on? Question mark. Poppers. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be the answer for everything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I wouldn't recommend drugs. (laughs) Um, But I think the fact that you have started recognising that it is in your mind is definitely a good way to start stopping it. Like with any Mm. kind of habit that we have or compulsion, um, you need to recognise the fact that it is happening and do your best to try and get out of your head. In a way, that makes it worse because it is in your head. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I mean, how can you tell anyone to get out of their head? It's. You it's. You can't really, unless you know, it's like subconscious metaphor. Yeah. Um, speaking to a therapist. I mean, if you're not getting turned on by a sexual situation, like it could be being asexual. It, but then it sounds like she. I know, but she wants to have. I'm sex. interested as to know why she's not getting turned on. So I would suggest. Sorry, is is this a girl? I'm, it's a girl. I'm yeah. Yeah, I would. I would ask, kind of, say maybe to like sit with themselves, just kind of see what it is about. Because it is the situation. Is it mm. the partner? Is it like you're not sure what you want? What mm. sexually turns you on? Yeah, or but sexual anxiety. I definitely think don't force it. Yeah, because if you're in your head, I've been with girls before, and just like again, what we were saying about forcing it with sexual partners before, and it's like yeah. that. Oh my god, I need to perform. I need to exactly. perform. Exactly. So I think, like, listening to your body. Yeah. But I think, 
if 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 it's not the partner, if the partner is amazing and it's just you, I think think of what turns you on. Yeah. And just have a conversation. Yeah. If you're, you know, have a couple of drinks mm-hmm. and have a conversation, yeah. you know, just maybe loosen up. Because I think in the past I would be really like, oh, I want to do this, but I'm scared. But I think... This sounds more than just, like, fear of the yeah. situation. It, it sounds, sounds like a mental blockage. Mm, mm. But also it could... She, she just doesn't really know what turns her on, which yeah. you could rectify this by I don't know like self-pleasure masturbating like what are you thinking of when you're masturbating or even just like browsing porn and seeing if like anything sort of like triggers you like and arouses you more than other stuff it's very possible you could be gay but also you you probably are just like fluid and just whatever turns you on uh, especially when it comes to fantasy and you're imagining something that's turning you on Mm. um it could be any gender it doesn't mean that you're gay Um, to get out of your head in these situations the best thing to do uh, because it is a hard thing to train yourself to do is talk through all the sensations you're feeling body wise so if you're feeling their fingers rubbing up against your leg actually talk to yourself and tell yourself that that's what you're feeling Um, as well as breathing techniques can really help get yourself out of your mind and focus on your breathing focus on making it really low and calm um, and if not like quite sensual breathing Mm. because it's too easy to just like worry and then get that snowballs and then you end up losing all sensation whatsoever if it's a situation as well where it's like, okay, we're going to meet up and I'm going to sit in my bedroom at 10pm and we're going to have sex then, that could be quite off-putting. Mm-hmm. So maybe if the situation is, if you listen to your body and kind of go with the flow, then maybe the, the mood will take you more so than your mind and you'll be able to kind of just flow with your partner and it be more natural. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely been times where I'm like, oh my God, I need to be turned on so I'm going to think about this in my head to turn mm-hmm. me on. Yeah. So I think like... be in the moment. Yeah, be in the moment and just... It doesn't always... I think I think sex, we think, oh my God, sex, I need to have sex. But yeah, if you she's just, like, she wants good casual sex. But, like, what if, you know, you're sitting watching telly and, like... Or what if you're in the kitchen and you just, like, come up behind the person and, like, start taking their shirt off? Mm-hmm. And spontaneous like, Yeah, sex. very spontaneous. Don't, don't think, right, he's here, I need to have sex. Just be like, yeah. okay, I'm going to be a bit of a tease. I'm going to be a bit of a minx. I'm going to just, you know, yeah. enjoy myself. Also, like, what, and what do you want? Just see what happens. Yeah, what do you want from casual sex? So, like, what is it about casual sex that appeals to you? Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of, I guess, just, like, sort of break down what you really do desire because I feel like you're not getting it from the sexual partners yeah. that you And be honest about your desires as well and open about like mm. your body and what you want from, as you say, like what you want from the casual sex, yeah. I think. unashamed. Also, try not to plan sex. Yes. Like We all do it where we're like, okay, this weekend is free, therefore I'm going to find a date and I'm going to have sex and I think that can be really damaging and put a lot of pressure on us so, yeah. you know, like we're shaved and we're all glorious looking and, mm-hmm. and that's that can fuck us up because we're like t- okay tonight's the night I've planned this for a week and then you don't feel like yeah. it yeah and then <laughs> you, you need to be okay with spontaneous sex like go on a date have a drink don't shave but then if you if you're feeling right if it if it all feels good go back and have sex even if you are you know not perfect or if you haven't washed or if it's just you know fuck them in the toilets yeah and I think some of the best times I have had sex have actually been the spontaneous times oh definitely 100% yeah really unexpected and, and lovely 
Yeah. So we've got a little bit of a dry spell when it comes to your <laughs> sexual stories. So you need to make sure that you're sending in your crazy, weird, wonderful, amazing sex stories to our email, which is fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. Mm, and please, if you can, try and make them short and sweet so you can read them out as quickly as possible. And we're here to discuss everything that you they can be like a paragraph <laughs> like a paragraph is like a good size for a sex how long's a piece story. of string what's a paragraph talking to dyslexic here like I'm like what five, is a paragraph five seven lines yeah like 200 words <laughs> Drew it's been fucking amazing it's yeah. been so good yeah. it's exceeded all my expectations some really good it's been so good self-loving I think we hopefully helped a lot of people out there yeah definitely mm. I hope so and you know you guys are amazing so keep doing what you're doing and fighting the fight and that so, you're fighting and you thanks thank you where can I oh Snapperoo. I was going to say it, but you can say it. <laughs> Where can our curious fuckers find you? So I'm on Instagram at Drew Wiley and I'm also on YouTube at Drew Wiley. How um, do you spell that? That's D-R-E-W-W-Y-L-L-I-E. <laughs> it reads like, I'm like, And Twitter what? as well. My Twitter, Instagram uh-huh. and YouTube can all be found at, at Drew Wiley, which is D-R-E-W-W-Y-L-L-I-E. <laughs> Going for a second round, man. <laughs> Amazing. Every, everyone, love, it, love it. Thank you. Everyone needs to go and follow. <laughs> so please, if you've enjoyed this episode, share it uh, like you wear it. And Give it a rating or a view. And remember, send in all your sex questions and sex stories to our email, which I just said before so I'm not going to repeat again yeah and remember to follow us on Instagram which is come curious <laughs> I forgot what it was for a second C-O-M-E curious and that's on YouTube too yeah please check us out and yeah we'll see you or well, you'll listen to us next week you will listen to us next week so dominate it you Demand. will listen to us next week 7am on the dot be there uh, bye be there or be square bye bye bye